This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler. I'm the general manager at WZIP. Joining me today is Chris Stimler. He is the associate director of the University of Akron Office of Undergraduate Admissions. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me again. Um, Chris is here. People who, who, who listen to this regularly <laughs> probably know we probably have a UA preview day or more coming up. And what do you know we do? Wow, yeah. <laughs> it's like clockwork. <laughs> but really, it is a great time to visit campus for people who are you know, considering you know, what they're going to do post high school, even if it's been a while, um, or they're considering even transferring or yep. whatever. Somebody who wants to... Uh, check out this university, you know, more than just looking at the website, which I think is really the way to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a ton of stuff on the website. You can learn a lot. Yeah. But you kind of need to be here. For sure. You need to experience it. Because I think it's one thing to look look on the website, see the photos, read a couple, you know, uh, web pages and those types of things. Even hearing from students, like, what's written on the website. But I think experiencing it for yourself, seeing the beautiful facilities, seeing the beautiful campus itself, talking to people in person, I think you get that next-level look. So you mentioned those preview days. Of course, I have to plug those. <laughs> Friday, July 21st, and Friday, August 4th are two preview days. Those are open to students who are uh, going into their sophomore or junior year in high school, or maybe you have already graduated, took a year off, you're looking to get a look. Uh, maybe you are thinking about, hey, let me make that right decision and now transfer to the University of Akron. So we're, we are still accepting applications for transfer students for this fall and for new freshmen for the fall. But then if you're trying to get that first look, uh, maybe at the university, I would invite folks to check out those preview days on the website. Just go to uakron.edu. You'll see the admissions page right there. Click on that, and you can sign up for either one. It's free to come to. Uh, students get a lunch card to enjoy at. You can spend at Starbucks or you know Pan Express or all these places that are open. Rob's Cafe will be open. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you also get a campus tour, see residence halls. Then I think my favorite part of those days um, is the academic fair. Mm-hmm. So it's like a giant college fair, but just Akron. Yeah. So we'll have all of our academic areas. I'm sure you're actually going to be staffing the table for communication. I'll be here. Okay. I'll and probably be hanging out in Colby Hall here. Okay. Because we have, we like to do things where, um, and a lot of other popcorn, schools do. Right? Like you, you, you guys have like popcorn machine out and like you do a whole festival. I feel well, like. we do sometimes. And we like to, we like to bring people over to Colby yeah. and let them see the radio station, the TV station and things like that. Um, for people who are interested in doing that, because um, we have stuff that's kind of interesting to look at mm-hmm. for, for people who are interested in communication, of course. Um, so we usually have, you know, two or three people sort of staged. Yeah. Um, somebody might be over wherever the, the, the fair is taking place, and then somebody's over here, you know, to give tours to whether it's one person or a, a group or whatever. Um, just kind of coordinate like that. You know, you mentioned something a minute ago about students who might have graduated high school, say, a year ago, mm-hmm. and, and now they're thinking about college. Maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe they took a year and they're like, what was I thinking? I should go to college. <laughs> is that that whole gap year thing, that was like a big thing for a while. Is yeah. that still really common among students or not? I don't know how common it yeah. really was, but it was common enough to where we at least all heard of it and knew what it was. Right, for sure. I would say it's ebbs and flows. I mean, clearly during the global pandemic, a lot of students were taking gap years because they wanted that true college experience. They wanted to be on campus, live on campus, have class in person, those types of things. So we saw a lot during then. I would say it's it's definitely you know tailored off or, or kind of tampered down a little bit um, over the past few years, but we still have students who are going into the military. And so they need that gap semester or year to go to basic training or go to their advanced training. We have students who will do their own study abroad kind of a program or they you know take that long vacation abroad to experience those things or a service trip i see a lot of those as well so it's still around for sure 
I think for some people too, it's just trying to figure out what do I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you you go to college and and you know I, I think a lot of people when they start college you start out doing one thing or thinking one thing and you know that changes in the first year or a couple years. Hopefully not after about two and a half or three because you got to get out of here at some point. But um, sometimes it's kind of good to just maybe do it like that. I figured it out in the first five weeks. Once I started failing my test in pre-calc, I was like, all right, I should not be a civil engineer. Okay. I should not be building that's bridges. Right, right. Let me switch on over to marketing sales. Like That's my spot. Well, that was I was business okay. uh, for a little while, and then, yeah, that changed. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to go back and take that micro macroeconomics classes just to prove that I actually could pass them. <laughs> maybe I'd show up more often this time. I don't know. <laughs> for people who do want to come to uh, the preview days, you said that they can – they're going to learn about academics mm -hmm. um, through the fair. You can. That's really a good chance to kind of figure out a lot of the things that we have to offer, and talk to people. Yeah. You know, ask questions and have that kind of exchange, which is a lot different than, you know, just looking at your phone. Looking, uh, answering an, an email, or even talking on the phone, or even doing a virtual, you know, kind of Teams meeting or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned giving tours of the facilities here. That's the whole point. Again, you can see the picture on the website. You can see that short video of walking through the TV station or the radio station. Well, let me also show you the podcast studio that we have here and take the podcast class. Let me show you the radio station, the TV station, the, the green screens, but then pop over to engineering and see the rockets and the Baja car and the Indy Formula car. I think actually seeing that stuff is a little bit better mm -hmm. of an experience than, again, just seeing what's on the website or hearing about it um, over a call. And plus, you're going to find uh, the people who are showing you those things generally are really enthusiastic and dynamic about what you know what it is that they're doing whether they're researching whether it's you know completely applied a mixture of both you know, whatever it is um you're not going to get that you're just not going to get that unless you're you're standing in the room i think yeah. most of the time um not to say that you know there's not value in um being able to do things virtually right I mean, because that still definitely serves a purpose especially you know for people who are really really interested in the university of akron but you know, they live in Wisconsin or they live in Oregon or someplace and, you know, making it in on, on July 21st or August 4th may not be as feasible as it is for somebody who's in Akron or Cleveland mm -hmm. or Pittsburgh or, or Columbus or someplace. So, you know, we, we have those options. When you come, you know, we, we mentioned the academics. You're also going to learn a little bit about the admissions process, right? Of course. Yeah. So you'll probably have me on stage. So I apologize in advance for all my cheesy jokes that I'm going to lay out for you. Um, but of course, we have to talk about how to apply to the university. And for my students who are about to be a senior in high school, that application opens up on August 1st. Um, there is no application fee for the upcoming year. So you get to apply to UA for free. It'll take you about five minutes to do, no essay. Then we, we just need your high school transcript sent to us by your school once the school year begins. Mm -hmm. And it's that simple. That's the application process. Yeah, that no essay thing. That's another thing that's been, it's kind of trendy, isn't it? I yes. mean, we're not the only ones doing that, I don't think. No, I would say many of your public schools in Ohio are, are getting away from the essays. Um, also going test optional. So no, no longer requiring an ACT or an SAT for general admission to the main campus. Mm -hmm. I think you've said before, though, that when you do have those scores, it can, can help yes. once you are getting ready to enroll as far as where maybe if you need some remedial classes or something like yep. that. So the, it can only help with your placement. So, you know, depending on those test scores and what major you are going into, one, if you are a high achieving student with that strong GPA and test score, you want to include your test scores because that could get you direct admission to like our nursing program has a direct admit criteria 
four high school students. So you already have a guaranteed seat at the end of that you know first year at UA, which is pretty unique to us. There's some other schools that have launched that now, but we, we've had that in place for a few years. Um, and again, it can only help place you in a, in a higher course so that you're not wasting your time and money taking an easy, basic math class when you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I could be in pre-calc or I could be in college algebra one. Why pay for a class if you're already above that uh, achievement wise yeah we do we do actually charge tuition here yeah um <laughs> as it turns out this yeah. is not all free um but that's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go along with that it's not really just a matter of here's so much it costs here's how much you pay um because there are financial aid options there are scholarship options things along those lines right yeah so one i think great thing that we do is that when you apply to main campus you're automatically considered for all of our merit scholarships so when you get your acceptance letter in the fall it's going to say hey, Chris, you've been awarded a $3,000 scholarship per year for four years. You don't have to fill out any other application. We're going to give you money right now just because you're accepted based off your academic achievement. So every student that is admitted is automatically considered for those merit scholarships. And again, those will be noted in your acceptance letter. So the earlier you apply, the earlier you know your scholarships, then you do your FAFSA. And there's other stuff that, that rolls out, maybe an audition day with the School of Music or portfolio review day with our art program. So there are, still are some of those other pockets, mm-hmm. but your main merit scholarships are coming automatically right after you apply. You know, one thing I think that people don't realize is that, you know, even though even those things are awarded, even if it is renewable for four years, um, a lot of times in a lot of programs, probably all of them really, there are other scholarship opportunities that may not have anything to do directly with the university. Right. Uh, but there's a good chance that there are professors or advisors associated with your school or your college that can point you towards some of those things that would help with some of those costs even more than what you're already receiving. Yeah, breaking news, uh, professors know a lot. You know, that's uh, <laughs> it's okay to listen to the adults in the room sometimes. They know what they're doing. They've had other students go through the process and they also have those connections. And so it, it may be a scholarship opportunity or an internship opportunity or a shadow experience that's not posted anywhere, but they have the email of the person that can get get you connected mm-hmm. and that's why you want to come to campus start building those relationships already because hey you're going to meet a student oh yeah, i remember you coming to that visit day i'm so glad you're here now i remember having a great conversation let me get you connected with person over here at goodyear or timkin or odot or wherever because they can help you with these next steps mm-hmm. okay uh zips unlimited here on 88.1 wzip my name is chris kepler chris dimler is here we're talking about our upcoming ua preview days on friday July 21st and on Friday, August 4th. Those both get started at 9 in the morning yeah. over at the Student Union, I think? Yep. Student Union, there you go. Okay, and you, you need to, is it, it, they're slated from 9 to one thirty. Is it, are you like following a pretty strict schedule that whole time or what if somebody's like, wow, I really want to come but I can't make it quite at 9, I can't get there till 10, does it matter? Well, I get on stage at 10, so you want to so need to be there by then need, for need, sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's the, the main program, right? Um, we've had some, you know, especially you were mentioning, like, coming from out of state or a distance, maybe coming from Cincinnati, a little bit further of a drive. And so mm-hmm. understand that folks won't always be here at 9 o'clock. Stuff starts opening up around then, though. So we'll have some activities going there. And then the rest of the day is really like a choose-your-own-adventure, which is, which is nice. So you're like, hey, I've never been to the University of Akron before. I am completely lost on what major I want to be. Well, go to the academic fair because you have mm-hmm. all those academic tables set up. So I can go talk to engineering and business and communication and nursing and be like, ooh, I like these three. These sound amazing. Or, okay, that's not what I thought it was going to be. That Maybe that major is off the list. But then I can also go two tables down and talk to marching band and choir and esports and all those other folks too. So you get to do some exploring. 
if you've already, you're like, I know I'm engineering. I've already talked to engineering. I don't need to talk to engineering again, but I want to see residence halls. Mm -hmm. Those are open in the afternoon too. So then you just go to the residence hall then and you can skip that fair portion. Mm -hmm. Or like, I've never been to campus. I need a tour. Great, we got campus tours going on too. So again, it's a lot of like, what do you need to do to start your journey? Because we have some students who maybe came in the spring, so they've already done the basic campus tour. Maybe they came on a bus trip with their school, mm -hmm. so they don't need another tour. They really want to dive into that academic or that student life or you know something like that. That component is important to them for this trip. You know, speaking of, I know there we, we do tours what like daily. Yeah. You can just kind of show up and... Well, we hope that it's you not register. the same thing. It's, I mean, it's not the same thing as the UA it's, preview day. It's not as robust. But if for you sure. just want a quick campus tour yep. and get some information, you can do that outside of these designated. Yes. Yeah, so Monday through Friday, ten fifteen two fifteen. Again, on the website uakron.edu/slash/visitua, uh, and you can see those various opportunities. There are the the daily information sessions. Are those again? It's very basic. Here's the basic information you need about how to apply, how to get involved, and a campus tour, but you're not having that academic component. Whereas these big visit days, you have that bonus of academics and additional residence halls to check out too. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I, I remember when my when my sons were, you know, coming out of high school, in high school and coming out of high school, and there's always talk at, you know, their sporting events or whatever about college and who's going to do, who's going to go where and who's yeah. thinking about what and all that kind of stuff. And I would hear things sometimes um, one of them that, that I don't know if you've heard this a lot is somebody will say, well, I want, I want my son to go to a good school. What's yeah. your reaction to that when somebody's asking you as an associate director of admissions? Yeah, for sure. What do you mean by good school? I mean, there's so many variables and, and what's important to you as a family, but what's important to the student? Cause there are so many factors of what would make up your dream good school is it cost? Is that the number one thing? Well, there's gonna be some universities you can take off the list real quick if cost is your most important factor. Mm -hmm. Major, and again, like if you shouldn't go to a school if they don't have the major or majors that you're interested in. If they don't have an engineering program but you are dead set on being a biomedical engineering major, well, you can't go to that university then. That's not a good school for you. And so it's really what's finding that best fit for that individual student. Um, and hopefully it's the student leading that charge versus a, a parent or guardian, because you always have that as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it's looking at the academic component to that. I know everyone will look at rankings. I think look at the professors on campus and where, where their expertise lie. What partnership programs do they have? Maybe if you are looking at like a pre-med student, well, we have great partnerships with Neomed and Leecom, you know, those advanced degrees for medical students. We have guaranteed seats and pre, you know, early assurance programs that'll get you to medical school before you graduate with your bachelor's degree. So I think that's something that would, a good school would have. Mm -hmm. What's the internship placement rate? What's the job placement rate after you graduate? Because you can go and pay a, a university all this money for a degree. Can you get a job with it? Yeah, because ultimately that's, that, probably, that's, why that's you're probably the goal, right? Um, so would a good school with a 95% placement rate and an average starting salary of almost sixty thousand dollars be a good school? Well, that's Akron. So I would say Akron's a pretty good school in that regard. I was hoping well. you would say yeah, that. Right? Like, I'm kind oh. of moving ahead of my seat here. Like, is he talking about us? What okay, school cool. is that? Yeah. So again, I think that that's a good school. And of course, we work with students all the time that maybe we're not the right fit. So we're not the good school for them because maybe we don't have that academic program that's going to get them to their dream career. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we're not going to be that good school or that good fit for you. But a large majority of the time, we're probably going to be that good school or good fit for you. Mm -hmm. What about families who go on and on about having, they want their kid to have the college experience? Oh, yeah. That's another one that I hear, and I, I kind of think that's, it, it could mean a lot of different things. And I don't know. I guess the way I think is if you go to college, you're going to have a college experience. It's a matter of whether or not it's the one that 
your parents had or the ones that they wish they would have had. For sure. I would say first, it's different than what you see in the movies, right? Like it's not, yeah. uh, I don't know, all, all the different old school or, or anything like that. Um, there are going to be opportunities to get involved at whatever university a student goes to. And it's really up to the student to get involved with those those activities. If you're someone who's passionate about doing community service, well, like at Akron, we have Serve Akron. We also have a community garden that was launched by Zip Assist this past year. So I've had students come because there's a community garden. They're like, I love doing that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's what's that passion outside of your academics and get involved. If you go to any university, you go to your, you move in your residence hall, you sit there, you do your homework, you go to class, you go back to your room and do homework. It's going to be a bad time. Like you're, that's not the college experience. Mm -hmm. If you go to this, the football games on Saturdays, or you cheer on the basketball team, you join uh, a fraternity or sorority. You know, you join something for fun. That's going to be the college experience because those are the people who who you're going to be friends with. Who, like my friends from back in the day, I'm Uncle Chris to their kids uh, because we met in college because we got involved in stuff. And now I get to go visit them and be Uncle Chris and go over for Christmas dinner or be best man in the wedding and those types of things because I was involved. So if you get involved, that'll be kind of that college experience. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've often thought, and I, I, I guess even with my own experience, I mean, it really had a lot more to do with what you put into it. Oh, for sure. I mean, the stuff is out there, but if you just want to, and, and really for a lot of our students here, you are driving back and forth. Some of them are not going to move onto campus right. or even – and, you know, around the perimeter, some some people will be commuting from, you know, 20 or 30 minutes right. away. Um, and I know we have a lot of things. I don't I don't know if we did when I was a student or not. Um, but I know now that there are a lot of things that are geared specifically towards some of those students who mm -hmm. are commuters, not to mention the fact that they can be involved in all the things you just listed, right. whether you're living on campus or not. You know? Yeah, I, I would say personally, as a student here during my time, I had a problem figuring out what not to do than what to do. I mean, there were a few times when I was, you know, sneaking out of the back of the class because I was going to something else. Like I was going to on a bus trip to a sporting event or there was a game on campus or a student organization meeting I was doing. Like I had plenty of stuff to do. And all you have to do is join one or two organizations. You're going to ha have your calendar filled. What do you what would you recommend to people who are visiting the campus that they make sure they check out that may not be part of the standard tour Ooh. like if you were if you were like oh wow I, I wish people would go over by this building and see this thing or you really need to walk into this place just just to experience what that looks like do you have anything like that well no because we do such an amazing job in the admissions office to make sure that's a part of the day <laughs> i guess that's fair right that's fair <laughs> well, well, again I, th I think it's what's going to be important to you and that's that's probably like the, the you know the the most cop-out answer i could give but again I, we want this experience to be customized because what's important to student A is not important to student B. Some students are not going to go to the rec center. I went to the rec center maybe twice during my whole undergraduate career, I, but I joined the flag football intramural league, so I had to do registration there. But if you're someone who loves to work out, you want to check out the Lazy River, you're going to make, want to make sure you go to the rec center and check out those facilities. If you're a student who's going to I don't know, enjoy the maker studio that's in Beer's library because you love doing crafts and you want to do, use a 3D printer and all that kind of stuff, you're going to want to make sure you do that you know, and stop by the library to see the maker studio. The right. Maker's Studio. I don't think I knew about that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Check it out. I'm, I'm looking out the window yeah, at the library like, you right see, now. You like, right I, now. you know, I need to. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's interesting. So there's, there's all this really cool stuff on campus. So what's going to make that college experience for you? I think, again, is what you're going to want to check out. Do you care about your academics the most? Well, let's make sure we talk to our, our academic area of interest 
Finances, of course, are going to be a concern. So let's make sure we talk to admissions and financial aid about what scholarships, when is the FAFSA opening up? Can I talk to the honors program? You know, what's that process look like? So there's all those different things that what's most important to you? That's what I want you to take care of during those visit days. I've definitely heard um, at least a couple of younger people say, well, why should I pay this much money to go to college? You know, insert the figure when I'm already making, say, $16, $17 an hour. And I have a friend who graduated from college and they didn't even make as much as I do now. Therefore, you know, it's, yeah. it's not a good investment. What's your response? Well, I would say it depends on what major you're investing in. Um, if you're making 16 to $17 an hour now, but you're going to go to school for I don't know, mechanical engineering or aerospace systems engineering, your salary is going to dramatically increase <laughs> after you graduate, even probably increase through a co-op. Because um, we have students in engineering who are co-oping at $20, $25 per hour as a junior in college. Mm-hmm. So our current students are making more money than what you're making now. So think of, extrapolate that after you get your degree, you're gonna be making even more. So you know that, that earned potential is going to increase dramatically, especially with that type of a field. Nursing, uh, of course, is a great one. Becoming a doctor, I'm going to assume, will get you a pretty high salary as well. So there's those pockets um, that would be beneficial because that's what you, you need to advance your career. Um, I have you know neighbors and friends who maybe join law enforcement um, or they're you know a, a firefighter. Well, to advance their career, they needed a degree to get promotions. Mm-hmm. So yes, they're making good money and they're doing a, an amazing job in, in providing a service. But to make even more money, they need a degree to advance. So I think that's the other piece that you'd have to look at is what's your career advancement fifty years from now look like. Right, and it, well, I think there's there's been a lot of research. And I don't know what the current statistics are, but um, I, I I think it used to be something like. You know, a person who has that four-year degree over the course of a lifetime makes, you know, like a million dollars more than somebody does or something like that. Um, And the other thing, too, is when you, you know, different parts of our life, we we can't help but look at things the way they are right now with all the variables that are in place for me at this moment. So if I'm 19 years old and I'm making, I don't know, $30,000 a year, and I think it's a big deal. Um, but then when you when you try to factor in maybe being a parent mm. and, and having a mortgage and, you know, things like that, that $30,000 suddenly doesn't seem like quite as much as it did. And and so, that you know, you, you have to try to find a way to think a little bit in advance um, of where you are right now, I think. Yeah, sir, I, I fortunately don't have the problem of, of being married with kids. I have a face for radio, I think, so that <laughs> that works out. So I don't have to worry about those pieces. Uh, but yeah, it, again, you, you have to look at that long term from the next 15, 20, 30 years. You're going to have those additional expenses. Even as a 19, 20 year old, what about if your car breaks down? Like you're mm-hmm. if you're making it, you're kind of making it by right now. You're just getting by. You know, do you want to you know take that next step? And We have plenty of students who the University of Akron is not their first step in college. We have a great partnership with Stark State right across the street. You can go there, knock out some general education courses, and then transfer to Akron through the Direct Connect program to finish your degree. If you're like, I really am trying to save some money. I want to go part-time instead of going to full-time. Maybe I'm not looking for that quote-unquote college experience and getting involved with all the clubs. I just want the degree to advance my career. We can do that for you, too, through some different pathways. Mm -hmm. Now, for students who, who do want to, or prospective students who want to come here on uh, Friday, the 21st of July, or Friday, August 4th, hopefully at 9 a.m., 
Do they need? Do they need to tell you in advance? Do you yep. need to just show up, or should we really register for that? We have, of course, we'll accept walk-in. So you wake up that morning, you're like, you know what? I have nothing to do today <laughs> on this Friday. Let me go to the University of Akron. We are not going to turn you away. However, of course, we would love for you to register online so that we can send you the full agenda, um, parking, you know, instructions, directions, how to get to the the university and to uh, the student union where the program is going to be taking place as well. So if you register online, you'll receive all the information via email. Um, so uakron.edu slash visit UA, and you'll see those sign-up opportunities there. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM. Z-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A